Hello, and welcome to Clashy, Minnesota edition. As we mentioned in our previous episode, we had a whole lot more to say about the Twilight Saga. So this episode focuses on New Moon, Eclipse, Breaking Dawn, Parts 1 and 2, the movies. Uh, in terms of whose fault this is, it's definitely Sarah's fault, because she definitely was the one that wanted to talk about all of them, and she put them in the notes. I just happened to watch all the movies because I'd never seen the last three before. Andrea's totally innocent. She just went along for the ride when she really just wanted to go to sleep. So without further ado, here's the final bit of the Twilight Saga. Much to the chagrin of Andrea, who would like to go to sleep now. I'm just going to briefly summarize <laughs> the rest of the Twilight Saga. <laughs> um, it's boring. Uh, there is some... The movie makes it more interesting in the last... Yeah. No, I was just going to say, like, there's some crazy fun stuff in this. It's, it's not all boring. All right. The story continues so that Edward leaves Bella to protect her and she has a breakdown. She starts spending time with Jacob, who is clearly super into her, but she's more interested in adrenaline seeking because somehow that makes her feel closer to Edward? Question mark? She like has visions of him when she's in danger and she's like, it's the only way I can be with him. And I'm like, girl, you gotta go Ugh. to therapy. <laughs> like, we all have to go mm-hmm. to therapy. Let's be honest. Um, okay. Yeah. Through a miscommunication, Edward thinks Bella has died because his sister Alice, who can have vis- have visions, sees her like falling into the water off a cliff, and he doesn't realize that she's just cliff diving for fun. Um, so Alice comes back to check on her, and she finds out that Edward is basically going to kill himself, like get himself killed by the Volturi, who are like an ancient order of vampires that enforces their laws. And the most important law is that the vampires should never show themselves to humans. Are you following this dear listener? It's fine. It's like two, it's like two movies worth of stuff. <laughs> I guess just one. So Bella flies to Italy uh, and manages to get there just in time, like within seconds to stop Edward from uh, showing himself to be a vampire in the middle of Rome. I think is that we're there. Um, which like, thank God she didn't have a flight delay or he'd be super dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then they then they get back together and he's like i never wanted to leave you i just wanted you to be safe and she's like never do that again i can't live without you and i'm like you're 18 but you know what your feelings are still valid when you're 18 <sighs> okay my next note for the third movie is stuff happens question <laughs> mark nothing happens stories mostly centered around the love triangle between bella edward and jacob who's a werewolf and therefore edward's an en- en- enemy in more ways than one <laughs> All I remember from Eclipse, I actually, this was something, I watched it for one bad movie night, and I watched it, and I was like, what I exactly truly did can't happen? Remember. Like, when you were, when Didn't Chandra work. was, like, tweeting me, like, what was, I was like, who is this person? Like, I watched yeah. it, like, a couple days ago, and I, like, the middle part of the story <laughs> yeah. is just, like, mush in my brain. Like, I can't Listen, remember. The best thing to come out of Eclipse, out of Eclipse was the youth pastor Riley bit that we did on Snapchat. <laughs> So <laughs> yeah, she like sent us a picture of this one character and she's like, why does this guy have youth pastor vibes? I was like, he definitely knows three songs on the guitar. And Andrea's like, one of them is a cover of Wonderwall. And I was like, yes, but he changed the lyrics to be about Jesus. <laughs> like, it's a whole thing. But like, all I know that for sure happens is like one vampire is like, I want to like kill Bella. And the psychic vampire is like, she's going to try to kill Bella. And when you have a psychic vampire, like, mm-hmm. Alice is cool, but she, like, 
takes out a lot of plot. So <laughs> basically, they're like, we're fully prepared to wipe out this other mm-hmm. vampire. Mm-hmm. And we're going to drag out a whole book. Yes. On that. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the vampire power that I would least want to have would be, like, foggy, shifting visions of the future. Like, I don't want to be that so raven. That seems very stressful and confusing. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Same with mind reading. Yeah. Like, Edward's like, I always hear voices. Yeah, that sounds and like, like that a, sounds an Im- horrible. It sounds like horrible. Okay. Yeah. So, basically, this movie's about the love triangle and Bella trying to convince Edward that he should turn her into a vampire. She wants the D. She, she definitely wants the D. She wants the D and she wants the V. And obviously by the V, I mean vampirism. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not referring to Kristen Stewart being bisexual in this case. <laughs> so he doesn't want to turn her into a vampire. He's like, this is a cursed life, which fair. Um, and she's like, but I want it so bad. And I'm like, you have been dating for less than a year. Um, <laughs> What she really wants is the D. It's like it's, true. it's like when you rush a marriage where <laughs> you have to get married after two months because you want the D. Oh my gosh. Like Riley? Yeah. Like yeah. Riley the youth pastor? <laughs> like, like Riley the youth pastor. <laughs> they had to get oh married really God. quick. God. At the end of one of these movies, he proposes to her. And as you guys were saying, like the whole thing becomes kind of a weird metaphor for like turning her into a vampire has like very like sexual overtones which is weird because like his father figure is the one that turned him but whatever we don't have to nitpick that metaphor we don't have time we've been recording for hours so he's like i'll turn you only if we get married and it's weird because she's like i don't know if i want to get married it seems like too much of a commitment i was like you want to be turned into an undead immortal to be with this man but you don't want to put a ring on it i don't understand (laughs) i think it's more like she doesn't think marriage is cool so but then the story of this very Christian I mean, book is marriage is yeah. the coolest. I think it's funny how all the movie scenes of them having sex are very focused on their hands and showing their wedding rings. Oh, that is interesting. I, I didn't that. even catch oh. that. Well, it's just, it's. I don't watch those because they're awkward, but I do think it's weird. Like, Bella has this weird thing where, so Edward has, like, super strength and he doesn't want to, like, do the deed like, because he could hurt mm-hmm. her. But she's like, I want to feel it as a human. And I'm like, calm down. We all know that Rosalie and Emmett are apparently very, very overly sexual. (laughs) Like, you're going to enjoy yourself. You do not need to do this while you are human. Like, (laughs) let him turn you before you have sex with this man who broke the I mean, it is fascinating, like, that Shandra pointed out that she's getting dicked down so hard that the bed breaks. But they're like, but it's okay because they're married. (laughs) Like. I, I felt like it was being thrown in my face. I can't believe you guys. I, listen, I here's the thing that I was I, I here's the thing that I was distracted by is that they're on their honeymoon because of course they don't have sex until they're married, which like that's a personal choice that I'm a hundred percent not mocking, but like the message of it is so in your face in this movie, it is ridiculous. But they um they they're on their honeymoon and they're like in the ocean and they start like it they for a second it seems like they're gonna have sex for the first time in the ocean. I'm like, girl, hold on. <laughs> Bold choice, but like sand. I'm just like, UTI, UTI. Yeah, salt water, <laughs> sand. There might be jellyfish floating around. Presumably you don't know what you're doing yet, and you're gonna try it. There could be boxers. The- <laughs> there could <laughs> There could be there could be boxers <laughs> from some unknown source. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, um. Sarah, you hippogriff. 
disgusting the ocean is right now. I watched them right now. You talked about that multiple times. Uh, listener, call back to our Treasure Island episode. If you listen to my trashy fact, you'll know that I once found boxers floating in the ocean, and I still wear them to this day. <laughs> my gosh! But don't worry, they don't oh have gosh. sex for the first time standing in the ocean at night. Um, they how hilarious would it be if the story ended with them getting eaten by a shark? It doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> they go, you know, they, so they, yeah, they have like sex and it's really rough or whatever. I guess but, like the next morning she is like in a dick daze. She is like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me, and he's like, we can never do this again. Um. <laughs> He's like, I bruised you. I gave you oh so my many God, bruises. Yes. And like, it's 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 messed up because it's like he, I like truly, I can understand his perspective to an extent where he's like, I don't want to hurt you. I'm afraid of hurting you because like that, you know, that's fair. Um. Okay, so the rest of their honeymoon is her basically begging him for sex, which is awkward. I'm like, you guys need to communicate better about your needs. Um. Uh, this is not going to work for a lifelong marriage. Um. Then she gets pregnant with a demon baby. <laughs> a literal demon baby that is like eating the life out of her. Um, and in a very uncomfortable pro-life <laughs> metaphor, she decides to have the baby even though it's literally killing her. And it's a very like, again, same as like the abstinence messaging. Like it's very heavy handed where like Alice, her sister-in-law is like, the fetus is killing her. And her other sister-in-law is like, it's a baby. Say it. It's a baby. And Nick Bella's like, I don't care if it kills me. I'm going to save this baby. And I'm just like, I'm... <laughs> she will go so far as to eat drinking human blood as a human to save this Honestly, baby. Honestly, the most upsetting thing to okay. me about that scene is that they had just like a styrofoam cup with a straw sitting around. I'm like, do you just have it? Like, is this just leftover from Taco Bell? What is this? Why do you have this in your house? I'm concerned about the fact they have human blood there since none of them drink human blood. Oh, they... Got it. Well, they got Bella. it to prep her. Oh, uh, I think Carlos's yeah. face got it from the hospital. The doctor. Really? That doesn't make They're sense. They're like, we have it for Carlos or whatever. So, guys, like, I was laughing through all of that. It is very unfortunate. But if you're gonna give me a pro-life metaphor, a demon baby <laughs> inside of a vampire <laughs> wannabe. People that are anti-choice, like, here's the thing: if you die in childbirth, most people don't have a vampire boyfriend to revive them. So. Just keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> because that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Bella dies in childbirth in the most upsetting birth scene that I have ever seen. Like, I it, like I have seen <laughs> horror movies that have freaked me out with, like, less gore than this horrifying birth scene. You know the scene in Alien where a literal alien comes no, out of someone's stomach? No, I don't because I refuse to watch it because I hate that kind of stuff. And yet, here I am watching the most horrifying birth scene. <laughs> okay. Like, guess what? It's it's oh not as God, bad as it's this. It's so rough, guys. It's so rough. Um, Baby's born. Bella dies. And Edward saves her by turning her into a vampire. And then the baby has this... Andrea, could you explain? CGI baby? Because I texted, I texted the spinsters and was like, oh my God, this first scene is horrifying. And Andrea's like, it's not the worst part about this baby. And I was like, what could you possibly mean? And Andrea, <laughs> could you tell them what you possibly mean? This baby... So, okay, I I actually looked into the science of how this is done because it has haunted me and affected me on a level I don't want it to. And I was like, who did this to me? So they got this child actor. So this baby, getting ahead into the summary, it it ages very quickly. So, like, they were like, we don't want to get, like, 
seven actresses for all of her ages. So we're going to take seven actresses <laughs> and then just CGI her face differently on all of them. So this baby, this baby, I think the first time, one of the first times I see it, it's looking over Rosalie's sh- shoulder. <laughs> it's just like these eyes that are poorly edited onto a baby's face. And like the features on the face it's, move. It shifts around like it's away. not fixed to the body. The face does. Mm-hmm. And I think that they were like, you know, babies are cute because their eyes are disproportionately big to their little face, but they went a little too hard. And this baby's eyes are also like, it ain't it's, right. It's unnatural. It ain't it is natural. That, that baby, that baby was a demon. You know what the worst part for me is the little hand touching Bella's face. Like I can deal with the face, but it's oh. the hand. And then this thing touches her. This thing touches her and then puts images in her mind like an actual... Possession oh moment here. Didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. So no, and absolutely, the, like no. the the baby. Ate, yeah, when it ages, it's oh god, it's just so creepy. It's just so creepy oh, looking. Oh wait, did we mention that the baby's already got? A oh boyfriend? no. Okay, hold on, real quick. It's gross. No, you know what? You 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 just you describe it. We have not mentioned that the baby already has okay. a boyfriend. All right. So something werewolves do apparently is imprint on a mate and they have like very little control over it. Mm-mm. It's like soulmate. And like there's stuff. this whole Yeah, it's like a soulmate situation and there's a whole example in the story of this guy, this werewolf guy who was dating a girl and they were in love and then he imprinted on someone else and that girl is miserable for the rest of her life and it's, it's a very girl that depressing. He left. And so they're like and th- yeah. And so Bella is always like, "Well, have you like that's not what's going on with me. I actually don't know what happens, but he's like, no, I haven't imprinted on you, blah, 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 but I love you, blah, blah, blah. So he sees this baby and he imprints on it. And people will tell you it's not problematic because he's not wanting to marry the baby right now, but he is planning on marrying this baby. Or like, sorry, because this is heteronormative. Being in a romantic relationship with this baby when it is older, this is what we call grooming. It's, um, it's no, it's, I mean, in my my guess is that this was a, a solution to like, well, we have to let Jacob get what he wants too. Um, which like, no, you could just have a straight boy not get what he wants. But I know that's a radical concept. But um, right, exactly and so it's like, is. oh, so this is perfect because he like magically falls in love with Bella's child. And then he never loved Bella. He loved the baby inside. Yes, of her. he's like, that yeah, this is why I was so attracted to you because I was attracted to your future baby. And I was like, but what about when she wasn't pregnant? It's what the so hell? weird. And then like, it, 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 the baby thing is crazy, right? But then it gets weirder for me because the baby I can't remember if we mentioned this ages like magically fast. So like they're like she'll be like yeah. fully grown within seven years because she's already like a seven year old like wh- when she's still in it like she's been alive less than a year or whatever um so it's creepier to me to see jacob hanging out with this seven-year-old girl that he is in love with slash going to marry when she becomes of eight like it's so disturbing it's so it's so weird it's so weird absolutely Um, not and like at the end of the movie, they have a vision of him like holding her hand on a beach when she's older, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. This is why I like the scene where like literally a newborn vampire, like Bella as a newborn vampire, is like, "What the yeah, hell?" Great. This is gross. She's like, you imprinted on I my love child. that scene. Yeah, and I'm like, so we know that this is weird, right? He's like, "It's not yeah. like that. It's not like that." I'm like, "But it is though." Like I, I don't understand. Like 
I guess they're trying to make the argument that like it's a platonic love at the time, but then it's definitely not. I don't know. I just had an amazing memory. So later in the story, like an example of a half vampire like Renezme, which we didn't even talk about the name oh that God. this kid received, but <laughs> the, half, the half child situation. They're like, look, there's another one, and it's uh-huh. not an evil demon, but questionable. And there's this part where he they ask they ask him what he eats, and he just goes blood human food, <laughs> and like Perhaps the best so line in the time, movie. <laughs> It honestly is. And one time I had watched an awkward movie night with my my absolute best friend, Kristen. And I was like, Kristen, what do you want to eat tonight? And she was like, what? <laughs> food? And I lost. Great. I will give I one of you $20 the next time you order food and they ask what you want. <laughs> blood, blood, human blood, food. Human food. Human food. <laughs> so good. Also, like, just real quick to throw it back to the imprinting thing. I was like, I was... Like, man, they're really kicking it like old school, uh, old school values with the, you know, the abstinence and and anti-choice messaging. But then they go to straight up betrothal because like this is a thing that used to happen where it's like babies would be born already (laughs) engaged to like a 13 year old. And you're like, oh, but like, that seems weird to include that in this modern story. Honestly, this when this happened in the book, I was kind of like done with the series. It's. Like this Weird. was yeah. this was the breaking point for me. This is what does yeah. you. In. It's, it's, it's bad. breaking dawn. We're like breaking point of it, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So just real quick to finish up the story, the Volturi think that their <laughs> child is an abomination and they want to kill it, and the Cullens are. <laughs> it know, is. Like, Miskuzi, we saw the CGI and it cannot stand. <laughs> This thing is and the entire audience is like fair. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I get it. It's harsh, but it's fair. (laughs) (sighs) Um, my God, we've been talking for so long. (laughs) Just read like your last three sentences. You can do it. Read it. Read it and think about what you're saying and how wild it is. (laughs) Okay, I'll read exactly what I wrote. (sighs) All right, the Volturi went. I can't. Okay, the Volturi want to kill... Okay, the baby grows up super fast. The Volturi want to kill it, but the Cullens wrangle up a bunch of allies with crazy powers for a bonkers battle that all turns out to be a trick because it's a vision and a bad... (laughs) (laughs) And the bad guys peace out and everything is fine. Then the song plays that's been stuck in my head for three days. (laughs) Which goes... I died guys, for Can you, you imagine? <laughs> the story, the story is so boring that they have to fake you out with the vision because Stephanie Meyer doesn't have the guts oh, to kill one of her I, characters. I remember being surprised because I totally like I, I forgot that or I, I never seen the movies. So I didn't know it was a fake out. Um, and I was like, wow, that I'm like surprised that they had this character die. That's kind of intense. And then it was so sorry to clarify. The head of the Volturi comes up with his army and he's like, we're going to kill all of you. And Alice is like, let me show, like, the one that, like, has visions, basically shares with him a vision of what will happen if they fight. And it's not like all of them will die. So then they're like, never mind, we don't want that. And they leave. But it is, like, at least a five minute battle scene. And then they pull the, and then they woke up and it was all a dream crap on us. A la writing 101. <laughs> Where they're like, don't do that. Don't lie to your don't lie to your readers because then they won't trust you. Um, There's a scene. 
in that vision that sums up how I feel about mm. those movies. And it's where, so first of all, Arrow, the leader of the Vulture, Volturi, is played by oh Michael God, Sheen. He's, he's amazing. Like it. he's 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 like he's like I'm here for a good time. And his bro, one of the other old Volturi guys who always looks like Super Stone, and the vision. And the vision, I think it's like two vampires are coming up to kill him, and he just puts his arms like, out and he goes, "Finally, finally!" <laughs> I know, and I felt bad for him when he ended up being a dream because I was like, "Somebody again, go to therapy, bud! Like you've definitely got time. I know. You're immortal." I was, I was thinking about that guy later today. I was like, "Man, they should just like let him die. Oh. Like if he wants to go, like, like, like you know, like good, pl- the good place." Like, spoilers yes. for the good, oh, place. the good place. Like, finale. yeah, if you haven't watched it yet, skip forward 30 seconds because the finale is so good. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like, give us, give someone a chance to die if they want to die. Like, yeah, that's rough, man. I mean, that's, pro- you know what? That's probably a bad message. Don't say that. I mean, I don't, don't think, keep that. Well, that's going to get too deep into some stuff. Well, like, um, he's also a vampire who's lived an unnaturally long, like, they look like they're like, they're, they were born in like the year 300. <laughs> <laughs> like, they got that vibe. It's time. It's time. Yeah, I agree. It's you know, like, yeah. but it's immort- immortality is bad. Whew, so that's um, <clears throat> then everything turns out to be fine, and uh, everyone's happy, and that is my friends how the Twilight Saga ends. Yep. Whew. Dang, that was a journey. Uh, a true journey. Hopefully. Again, because these two people decided that they were going to binge this entire series, I had to talk about the big baby again. I just, I was just like, we should have the context of the whole story to talk about. Why? I don't know. I don't know. You can cut all of it out if you want to. We got super. Well, no, I did the work. It's not going to be like the vision where nobody actually died. No. You thought we talked about four more books slash movies, but we actually didn't. We're just not good at emoting it. We're, we're May. <laughs> yeah. We're May. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. I'm definitely Tylee. Um yeah, You are such a Tylee. Okay. So too bad none of us are Azula. Absolutely not. If anyone if any of us was gonna be Azula, who would it be? I don't I mean I guess Andrea. <laughs> I guess I have to be because you are so May and you are so Tylee, but I am not I am not Azula. Can I be Zuko? Like, okay, out of all the characters, not just not just those three, who am I? I truly don't know. I feel like you could be tough. You totally yeah, could be. Yeah, I feel like you're like uh something. individualistic enough and like tough enough i feel like you could be tough oh thank you i would be Absolutely. momo obviously i don't even have to ask <laughs> <laughs> thank you so icon. much okay i love momo